Welcome to another episode of the Carefree Black Girl Diaries, where we discuss various topics like pop culture, news, politics, and more. I am the host, Shakira, and I want to welcome you back. If you're already a part of our Carefree family and you've listened to a few other podcast episodes, thank you for coming back for a new one. And if you're new here and you just happen to hear something that you like, that you relate to, that you want to share with anyone, just go ahead and subscribe. I promise it is free and you will be notified every time a new podcast episode comes out. So before we get into our topic for the day, let's have our carefree updates. So first of all, I want to bring to your attention that A federal judge ruled that the Affordable Care Act is unconstitutional. This is a judge out of Texas. And Friday night, he said that the Affordable Care Act must be thrown out in its entirety. And this decision could eventually lead to millions of people losing their health insurance. And I don't know if you just heard what I said, but I said millions of people losing their health insurance. And open enrollment ended for December 15th. So I don't know if any of you or any of your family members are using um, under the Affordable Care Act, but I hope that you all met the deadline of open enrollment December 15th. Now, former President Obama, he did say that even with this ruling, it still would take months or even years maybe for a decision to be made or for them to completely get rid of it. So this is not an overnight thing that is happening. So, you know, don't be fully and completely alarmed but it is something to have on your radar and just be cognizant of and aware of and try to stay up to date on it as always I am definitely going to try to keep you all updated I will admit that I do need to do some more reading on this because the articles that I've seen I basically I need to find some that are in terms that I know because I'm not well versed in healthcare and insurance and stuff. But as soon as I read up on it more, I'll definitely keep you all updated and in the loop. Now, secondly, onto our pop culture news. I don't know about y'all, but I have had to put my Twitter down for the past 48 hours over the weekend because there has been so much going on between Kanye West, Drake, Kim Kardashian, Ariana Grande, Nicki Minaj, Pete Davidson. Is this last? Yeah, Pete Davidson. I don't know what's going on right now, but I just feel like pop culture and celebrities and entertainment are like glitching. I feel like everything's glitching right now. And I don't know what's going on. So basically, Kanye was arguing with himself over Twitter about Drake and I'm not going to get into that because I just really don't have the energy to talk about Kanye but he was going back and forth with himself and then Ariana Grande tweeted and said something about um can grown men stop arguing on Twitter because I'm trying to release a new single and I think her single was with um, Miley Cyrus don't kill me if I'm wrong I'm really not up to date on her music like that like that I do like a few of her songs but anyway she tweeted that and then he was basically responding to her saying don't try to get any clout off of me with your single and then Pete Davidson her ex-fiance jumped in the mix and then when he jumped in the mix he was basically defending Kanye so Ariana's fans jumped on him and then he said that he didn't want to live because he had hundreds and hundreds of people attacking him via social media and I think he ended up deleting or deactivating his Instagram and the only thing I want to say about this is 
this topic in general is that mental health is so, 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 so important. But we need to be very careful um, how we are interacting and engaging with other people. Because I think a lot of times we forget that celebrities are regular people and they see the comments, they see the memes, they see the videos, they see everything that we have to say about them. And that does take a toll on your mental health. So just like you would not like a friend of yours, a close friend of yours being attacked via social media by one person, let alone hundreds and millions of people, let's have that same compassion and that same um, mindset towards celebrities because they bleed just like we bleed they sleep just like we sleep they are regular people at the end of the day so let's just be careful about that and if you can pray for them pray for them but pray for everyone too now moving on cardi b was headlining the rolling loud fest and offset took it upon himself to bring to interrupt her set basically and bring flowers and this Thing, I think it was flowers too it said please take me back Cardi and then he comes out right behind it with flowers in his hand and I'm not gonna lie I don't know if this is a publicity stunt that they're both using or if this is genuine because it's very hard to tell um what's real and what's not these days especially when it comes to social media but I will say this men have to stop using public occasions and public events to try to apologize or guilt trip women into taking them back or um, accepting things that they've done because they feel like because we're in front of a stage of people that we have to behave a certain way or we have to give them the response that they're actually looking for in order for us not to look or feel bad men have to stop doing that again Again, I don't know if it was a publicity stunt and I have seen clips of Cardi B's live afterwards and it seems like she is on her way to forgiving him. I don't know. That's their business. But men have to be very aware of the things that they're doing um, to women. And we don't always have to accept your apology, especially in public places. And their friends need to realize that, too. Like, I just feel like it's so lame that so many of these other rappers and celebrities and stuff have spoken out saying that she needs to take him back when that's not their place or their business to give an opinion. Let them figure out what they need to figure out and you mind your business. (laughs) That's just how I feel. And I'm also slightly side-eyeing the Rolling Loud Fest because they allowed for him to come on stage and do that and interrupt her set And I honestly feel like if the roles were reversed, if that was a very hot male artist on stage during his set, in the middle of his set, and the roles were reversed and a woman tried to come out, if she cheated, she tried to come out and apologize and do like this big show in front of everyone. I highly doubt that the Rolling Loud Fest would have allowed that to happen. I feel like they would have had her kicking and screaming being dragged off by security so I think it's just the fact that she's a woman and there's this thing with a lot of women's achievements and successes and stories being linked to men but Cardi B exists outside of her relationship with Offset and I think that we all need to remember that so anyway yes let's hop into our topic of the day so today's topic is something very personal to me and very sensitive to me as well but the topic for today is forgiveness is for you 
you being you, the person that is doing the forgiving. So recently, I've been met head on with forgiveness, the whole topic of forgiveness and having to forgive people, right? So I was at work one day a few weeks ago, and I started thinking about my insecurities and where those insecurities stem from. And I thought that it would be a good idea for me to kind of address those things for myself and for other people who may be struggling with the same things that I'm struggling with, um, insecurities and everything. So I put on my big girl panties and I made a video in which I recalled some memories that I pushed back to the deepest and darkest parts of my mind. Um, you know, those things that really, they hurt so bad that you kind of make a decision, whether consciously or subconsciously, to not think about them. Because no matter how much time has passed in between those things that have occurred, it feels like it hurts just like it was yesterday. So yeah, those kind of memories. So after I recorded the video, and mind you, it took me a while to actually sit down and record it because I didn't want to, I guess I didn't want to face those things at the moment, but if I'm not going to face them now, you know, when will I face them? So after I recorded the video, I made the next big decision, which was to post the video on YouTube, which was like another beast altogether because we know, well, I don't know if you all know, but I am a content creator, so I know how mean and cruel people can be um, when they're behind a computer screen or behind a phone screen. But like many things I do, I try to always have the mindset that it doesn't matter if a thousand people don't like it or a thousand people hate it. If it reaches one person that needed to hear what I had to say um, in order for them to heal or to change certain things about themselves, then that alone is worth all of the other things that you might face when posting content or saying things that many people may not agree with or many people may not relate to. But after I posted the video, um, it's on my YouTube channel, and my YouTube channel is Shakira White. But after I posted the video, I read so many comments from other women who are in extremely similar situations and are trying to recover the same way that I'm recovering and that's why I wanted to make this episode, this podcast episode, specifically dedicated to forgiveness. So to give you the backstory in the video, just in case, you know, I know a lot of you have not seen the YouTube video. And that's fine. You don't have to go watch it because we're going to cover it here today. But to give you a little bit of the backstory, I'm going to basically give you the same information plus more that I did not cover in the video. And the video I posted, um, the title was Why I'm Insecure. And I named it that because... No matter how good I feel about myself most of the time or how confidently I look from the outside looking in, there are so many times where I don't feel the best about myself and I have things that may bother me when it comes to my physical appearance. That's natural and it's human, you know, but especially with the social media generation that we're living in currently, I realize that the root of so many of my insecurity issues growing up and even to this day still was from things people would do and say when I was a kid. So in the video, I told the story of being at lunch. I was in the cafeteria one day at school. I was in middle school. And one day there was this girl that was in my class who would just, 
She'll give me pure hell, to be completely honest. And she flipped the cafeteria table that I was sitting at during lunch. And it caused me to flip along with the table because of the way the tables were set up. Um, The part that your butt would sit on and the part that your tray would rest on was all connected. It was one because it would fold into each other. But she flipped the top of the table, so it flipped the entire table. I flipped backwards with the table, so I'm laying on the floor. My tray has, like, fell on top of me. My food is, like, on my shirt, and we had these white uniform shirts. So, you know, the food is on my white uniform shirt, and I remember the kids, the kids standing over me, and they were laughing, and I still remember so vividly, like, my eyes welling up with tears, and one of the staff members coming and picking me up, snatching me up off the floor and taking me to the office. And I also recalled in the video how I got in my first weave and it was a cap, y'all. So none of my hair was left out. Y'all remember those kind of caps? It was like that. And that was my first time even having uh, any kind of weave in my head. And though now wigs are more common than sew-ins, like if you tell somebody now that you have a sew-in, they might look at you like you're crazy because I mean, why? Like, you could just get a wig, put it on, take it off. But anyway, back then, when I got this hairstyle, wigs were very taboo. And when you thought about wigs, you thought about, like, your grandma or the old lady at church or something like that that would have a wig on. So, obviously, the kids knew that the cap was not my hair. I had natural hair, and I've always had natural hair my entire life. So, they knew me coming to school with this this in my head. Like, they knew it wasn't mine. But I just felt like that was putting a larger target on my back. Like, even when I got the hairstyle, I kind of liked it. But I was also very insecure because I knew what I was going to face when I went to school the next day. So I went to school. And this particular day, these two boys, they come up to me. And one of them kind of stands behind me. And he decides to pull the hair. Mind you, it's a cap. So it's glued down to my head. So when he pulls the hair, he's pulling my head, too. And I just remember wanting to go to the bathroom and just like take it off and not being able to take it off because it's glued down. And I got called so many names back then. I got called ugly. I got called skinny, black, you name it. I've heard it before. And I had braces and I had glasses. So that transition was very rough for me into middle school. And one day we had PE. Y'all remember PE class? Yeah. And the teacher, he had us play dodgeball. And this particular day is the reason that I think dodgeball is the stupidest activity on earth. Like, if my child has to play dodgeball in school, I will write them an excuse absence. Because I hate dodgeball just because of this day. But this day, I had just gotten braces. It wasn't the same day, but it was like a week or two weeks later. I had just gotten braces. Now, the teacher will always say, don't aim for the upper body, aim for below the waist. But saying that to preteens and teenagers is basically telling them aim at the upper body. Like they're going to do the opposite. So anyway, my strategy for whenever we played dodgeball was always the same run. That's it. I was weak. I was tiny. So they could always catch anything that I threw at them. And you know, if you catch the ball, then you're out. So I never threw it. I just always ran. And it just made sense in my mind to avoid being hit. Well, this day, a boy, he threw the ball and it hit me in the face. I didn't see it coming. I don't know what happened, but it hit me in the face. 
and the gym just like goes up it like all you hear is laughter all over the gym because it was loud like you can hear a dodgeball hitting someone especially in the face and I just remember like feeling embarrassed but also feeling like a strong sting after like the embarrassment the shock of it all kind of switched off I felt this sting and I realized that the sting was from the braces in my mouth it had cut the inside of my mouth up it had cut my mouth up on the inside and I was embarrassed. I was hurt physically and emotionally. And now I felt like I couldn't trust anyone. So those memories are only a few of the many things that happened back then. So when kids go through this five days a week or however long that they're in school for an entire school year, you kind of have to expect it to weigh on their psyche. And I didn't get cool until high school, y'all, around like 10th grade. So I had to have this done to me every day. And these insecurities are still so hard for me to overcome even now. I'm 24 years old. And these are things that happened to me in middle and high school and elementary that I still, that I'm still bothered by, to be completely honest and to be completely transparent with you. But since I've gotten older, I know that so many of those kids back then were dealing with their own issues at home or within themselves. And they saw me as an easy target and they let that rage out onto someone else simply because they could. That's all. So most times I don't think that it was exactly personal, but if kids don't have constructive ways to express themselves, they'll do it the wrong way every time. So a part of me knows that that's where all of the cruelty and picking and name calling and everything came from back then. It came from those children dealing with things at their home or within themselves. Um, and they just didn't have a way to express that. Now, a smaller part of me is still holding on to those things. And it's like, no, Shakira, they knew better. You didn't treat people like that. They didn't have to either. But the sooner we realize that everyone is not like us, everyone doesn't move how we move, everyone doesn't have the same way of thinking that we have, we'll be a whole lot more understanding and accepting of others. Um, That small part of me, though, is just sad for that little girl laying on the cafeteria floor while other people stood over her laughing. And that part of me is sad for the little girl with the cut up mouth in gym class. But that little girl is now a grown woman trying to help other women. We all know that saying. We've all heard it. It says not forgiving others is like drinking poison and expecting other people to die. You only end up being bitter inside and distrusting of others when you harbor those kind of feelings. And it's heavy. We don't realize how heavy and how much those things weigh us down and really influence our day-to-day lives until we let them go. And I think Erica Badu said it best, and I really didn't understand it for real, for real, until I got older. But when she said, bag lady, in her song, bag lady, and she said, bag lady, you gonna hurt your back, dragging all them bags like that. I guess nobody ever told you, all you must hold on to is you, is you, is you. So you don't have to hold on to those things that people did to you and you don't have to carry that with you until the end of time. 
it's exhausting. It is exhausting. Trust me, I know I am a prime example for you. I think that it's important for you to find it in your heart to forgive, even when people don't deserve your forgiveness. And forgive, even though people have never offered you an apology. Sometimes people don't even remember that they did you wrong. And sometimes people don't even know they've done you wrong. But we will hold on to those things forever and forever. I know I will, but I'm definitely working towards um, not being like that and just accepting things for what they were, accepting things for how they are now, and just learning to let go. So to all of you listening and to everyone who commented on that video who is still struggling with forgiveness and letting things go that have been done to them in the past, and I know it's not as simple of just say, just me sitting here and saying, oh, let it go, people did you wrong, let it go, let live. It's a whole lot harder than that, and it's a whole lot more that goes into that, but maybe we'll dive deeper into it, but it is a process of forgiving people and just forgiving yourself for those situations. And sometimes you feel like I allowed this to happen. So you may beat up on yourself about it, but don't do that either. But maybe we'll dive deeper into it in another episode. But I really just wanted to bring this one to you, something that I felt was important to say and something that I feel like a lot of people needed to hear. So find it in your heart to forgive, even when people don't deserve it, because at the end of the day, forgiveness is for you and not them. And remember, stay black and stay carefree. And we'll see you next time in the next episode of the Carefree Black Girl Diaries. Bye, guys.